So I have a pull-up bar on my um, bathroom door. It's just me and my daughter or whatever, so I don't really shut the door a lot or whatever. And she's doing her teeth brushing tonight, and I'm doing my pull-ups and stuff and just kind of playing around. And, you know, I always try to do like 12 pull-ups while she's brushing her teeth or a couple extra or something and just kind of doing her thing and messing around and having a good time. Nothing big. And she's just not paying attention at all. Not zero focus on brushing her teeth, just nothing is getting accomplished it's a toothbrush in her mouth barely so she gets done and i'm just like that was horrible and i try not to like say things like that or in that way or kind of sarcastic or whatever without going into a rabbit hole on that but we were just kind of in a fun moment playing around and she got upset by that again not a meltdown or anything just a very big acknowledgement of like that was rude and screw you and so I reworded it, and that was still a bad rewording. And I even said, as I'm saying, I'm like, no, oh, that wasn't quite right. And she gets a little upset at that, too, and acknowledges that, you know, that was shitty too, Dad. And so as I'm trying to, like, figure this out, I stumble through a couple of different things. And finally I land on, and the thing that she was getting upset about is I said I was going to brush your teeth. That was kind of the big catalyst to all this. As I, If she does a good job, I don't mess with it. But if she doesn't, I do, like, 30 seconds of actually getting her teeth brushed because she has cavities and she doesn't get her teeth brushed while at her mom's house and blah 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 so <clears throat> i always make sure to do that and so it's kind of this little mini back and forth and then finally i say i'm brushing your teeth because you weren't you were very distracted and unfocused while brushing your teeth and she laughed and i was like there we go <laughs> and then she understood yeah you know, i was really distracted and unfocused while brushing my teeth and it was just one of those parental moments of i kind of took the, and again, we we're just in a silly moment, so I wasn't trying to be mean or, you know, attack or anything like that. It just came out as that was horrible. And that was kind of a hurtful moment or whatever for her. And she very much let me know that. And then when I did tell her or found the right words to say, then I had no problem giving her teeth a good 30 second real brushing because she's like, yeah, I was completely distracted and unfocused during that. And it was just this really kind of cute, fun moment, but also a very telling moment of how to talk with a human being and how to get accomplished what I wanted to get accomplished was not through jokes, not through making fun of, not through like sarcastic comments, but just acknowledging that this is what you did. And she laughed and was like, yeah, you're fucking right. Um, and it was just a really great moment. So I definitely appreciated that. And I wanted to share because I think a lot of these frustrated moments in parenting and things that happen can be can be handled if we get out of our own way and I have a whole thought process and everything on this but I wanted to share this one quick moment before getting into my 21 day stoic challenge so first let me apologize because I was doing this daily and doing a pretty good job from day 14 up to 19 and I had a friend um, that I spent some time with for a couple of days and one of the things I want to work on is being better at multitasking, even though I know that's not a thing, but like brain shifting, because I get held back from accomplishing more when my daughter's here because she'll take her moments and do whatever. And then I'm unable to gear switch and be like, oh, I can read now. I can write now. I can accomplish X, Y, or Z while she's doing X. And then it's going to last 30 seconds, five minutes, a half hour, 20 seconds, who knows. But I'm just not good at that, like, here's the thing that's going on because part of it is I've it's been a year of this of just being in lockdown 
And 50% of the time I have my daughter in that focus and that attention. And then 50% of the time it's just me doing whatever I want, which is part of the reason I'm doing atomic habits and trying to get better at that. But I did find one of my focuses was going to be doing better at that brain switching. And if I read a paragraph or two pages or 12 pages or a sentence, that's better than reading nothing. That's better than just standing here, staring at the wall, waiting to hear a dad, dad. So, um, so that's just one of the things I'm going to try working on. But the story point of that story is I had a friend over here and I just, I couldn't get my brain switched over to do more. And then I picked up my daughter Friday, had her have her until tomorrow morning. And then I just kind of kept running into the bumps and then the excuses and my yeah buts and blah, 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 blah. So I didn't do it then, but I do owe it to you. I did want to talk about it. I did want to get it taken care of and accomplished because, um, that's what I'm doing with this right now. So with all of that said, I'm going to cover a couple of the daily stoic, the final two days. Cause like I said, I missed a day there and we're going to go over the two days of day 20 and day 21 because I'm 90% sure I left off on day 20. And these are both going to be two pretty easy ones to cover. Uh, day 20 was make your end of life arrangements, which is going to be more than a day. Kind of on a funny side note is I have a, I do have a will. I made it when I was 19 and joined the Navy. And it's kind of funny how, you know, again, everything is filtered through like my filter, obviously. And my dad was always like, oh, kids think they're invulnerable and blah, 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 blah. And then at 19, I'm sitting in a room with a bunch of other guys being like, all right, so we're going on a cruise. You could die. We need to have a will just in case we go to war and you don't, you know, ever see anybody ever again. And I was kind of struggling anyway with my high school girlfriend. We were engaged, blah, 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 blah. And now I'm sitting here filling out a will. So I'm now 45. I have a will from when I was 19 that leaves everything to my ex. And by my ex, I don't mean that person that I spent eight years dealing with. I'm talking about somebody I actually cared about and screwed up many, many years ago, which is just kind of weird. But I just never fixed it or did anything with it. So... That's on my list because I do need to update and change that. I mean, basically, you're getting some comic books worth a couple thousand dollars and that's about it and some debt. But other than that, yeah, it's just kind of a cluster. And uh, it is it is something that needs to be done. So I would recommend doing that. I have all kinds of stories of how people don't deal with life and the podcasts I've listened to and the books I've read and how we're scared of it and we shouldn't be because we're dying every day. From the minute we're born, we're just working until we die. Whether we die later that day or we die 108 years later like the minute we're born it's just one step closer till the next day we die and again that sounds like i should probably put some more deep philosophical thought behind that instead of just throwing it out but we're gonna go through this and um yeah it's just it needs to be taken care of and my stepbrother or my old stepbrother his dad like three years ago committed suicide and he just, so on top of having to deal with this situation with his dad, his dad didn't take care of anything. And then all these people started coming out of the woodwork being like, your dad owes us money. We got, he has to pay for this, blah, 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 blah. And they were like, some people were trying to sue him and trying to say, and it turned out that he did, did owe some people some money and some people he didn't owe money, but his dad just didn't take care of any, I mean, again, he was killing himself. So I'm highly doubting he was thinking like, how can I take care of my kids before I do this? But it just became, you know, a few month long process to deal with this situation. 
And, you know, on top of dealing with your dad and how he died and, you know, chose to take his life and stuff, you're now trying to figure out jerks who are coming out of the woodwork, trying to, like, scam you. And it was just bad, and his dad hadn't set anything up. So it's a good idea to get it set up. My dad, um, which was really weird, you know, again, dealing with life and death, recently got all his stuff squared away, put people in charge, and, you know, I'm writing his checks if he's in the hospital and can't do it himself or whatever. And... It's just important to do. My stepdad, his uh, dad died about seven, eight years ago. And his dad had some money. Well, his dad said he took care of everything. And apparently when he said he took care of everything, that meant he didn't take care of anything. And then my dad literally spent two, three years, and I think he's still entangling some stuff six years later, just dealing with the, all of this stuff. And he's paid tons of money to lawyers and stuff trying to untangle it and get this thing moved over and get this signed over and prove he's his dad's son and again it could have just been some paperwork his dad did when he was alive and then my stepdad would have to show his id said this is the guy who my dad said is in control of his estate and boom done but instead it turned into thousands and thousands of dollars and lawyers and all this stuff just to try to untangle his money to like be able to bury them, pay off anything they need to, like it's just nuts. So it's a really, really good thing to do. And then day 21, and I'm still working on 21, but I am actively working on it versus day 20 where I'm kind of in the process of thinking I should be working on it, is writing down all the mistakes you made in 2020. And this is hard for me because I got to revisit a really horrible year, which was that one day where I was like, oh, I know my worst day out of 2020. Well, now this is all my mistakes. And how do I categorize those mistakes? What are they? But you write down all your mistakes from 2020 and then you burn it. And I do admit this is a little harder for me because like I said, 2020 was not the best year of, uh, out of my 45 years. And there were a lot of mistakes I made and I'm writing down those mistakes and I'm dealing with those mistakes and I'm facing those mistakes, but geez, it's a gut punch. And I don't know if I could have done it a few months ago. Um, I'm in a much better place now and my brain works better and I'm more focused and happier and blah, blah, blah. But it's still rough. So if you take on that challenge, um, I don't know where you're at mentally, but I'm taking my time. Like I said, I'm not in a bad place mentally, but ooh, you get down two or three of those bad boys and then you're kind of like, wow, there's still more to go. And there's also like, God, this was my mistake or I messed this up or this got screwed up or I could have handled this better. And then you just keep rolling and going and rolling and going. And then it just, it gets kind of disheartening <laughs> and you're feeling the pressure and the pain. And oh, so I'm working on it. I have my little booklet where I, I have my uh, little skinny paperback moleskin that I was doing the 21 day challenge in and I got some things written down, but I need to take a break and write some more things down and take a couple days break and write some more things down and eventually I'll rip that out. I'll probably write down on a new page, day 21, you know, write down things and burn it and be like, I did it and I burned it. But yeah, these some of these were rough and they were unexpectedly rough and it, it a couple of them kicked me in the butt, so. Those were the last two. As far as talking about them, putting them out into the universe, sharing them with you, not too hard. But doing them has not been easy. The other one should be a little easier because, you know, I'm now just a single dude with some random crap and a little bit of debt, so not a big deal. You can have my Toyota Prius if I don't die in it. 
in a car accident. If that's not the way I go, you can have it, but it's worth about $2,000 now. So it wasn't that long ago I paid 16000 for it or whatever it was. But um, So yeah, things to think about, things to process, things that we avoid for a reason or don't deal with for a reason. And I don't know what statistic it is, but there's a ton of people that don't deal with their death or end-of-life services. And I mean, in my small world of people, the few people that I've been fortunate enough to have it be few people over the last few years or whatever, um, either didn't have it done or just now getting it done when it's like, seems like way late to like gamble on life for that long and then just now get it taken care of. And again, my dad's not going to die trying to figure out millions of dollars or anything, but it's not like he wrote out just to share. Um, he has spe specific instructions of how to deal with his death and he doesn't want to church service he doesn't want a big burial it's like things that we don't have to argue or fight over or try to figure out for him he wrote it all out he wants to be put in an urn and buried on top of his father's gravesite so my grandpa's in a gravesite my dad just wants us to dig a little hole put his urn in there cover it up and move on with our lives and i'm quoting him not just like being obtuse and and that was it, but it's all done. So there's no arguing, no, my dad wants this, or no, we need to have a church service because my sister believes this, and I believe this, or this person thinks this, and they're throwing in their two cents. He's like, no, no church service, none of that crap. Those are my wishes, and it's like, awesome. So that's just things to consider. Like, how do you want to be buried? How do you want to have your remains taken care of? Like, do you want a church service or not? Like, take all that guesswork out of your kids fighting or something and just say... This is what I want, and this is how I want it. And it makes it very simple, very clean, and very easy for everybody. So that uh, there are two very good suggestions and two highly recommended suggestions. And that was my 21-day Stoic Challenge. He did a bonus day the day after, um, which was just like pick one of the 21 and then go back and redo it. But I'm kind of doing that with all of them because each one has its own complications or its own thought process. A couple were a little more straightforward for me, and I guess it's going to be different for everybody. But it was also just that moment of take your time, work your way through it, and um, go back and revisit and figure out one that you really want to redo or whatever. And that 21-day challenge is going to stick with me longer than 21 days to be sure. And I think that's obviously part of the point. So... I hope you get something from this. I hope you uh, are able to take my learns or my thoughts or my lessons from this and um, process it, take advantage of my having taken the classes to do some of those challenges yourselves, push yourself, take an hour long walk. Um, I still have been taking my walk and when I do it, I don't do it every day with my daughter and stuff, but I'm pretty sure every day I don't have my daughter, I've done it. And I still do my podcast for part of it. And then when I get to the bridge, I turn off my podcast and just walk across the bridge, which it still creaks and there's been snow on it. And they have these little string of lights along the top. That's beautiful. And it's just nice. And then there's like, when I first turn off the podcast, there's that like, ooh, I can't wait to turn my podcast back on. I'm going to do this because this is what I'm supposed to do. And by the time I walk out and turn around to walk back, because I have to work at 8. Luckily, I get to work from home, so I get this time. But I do have to turn around and come back. By then, my brain's thinking. I'm processing stuff. I'm doing like a little meditative walk type of thing. And I'm just letting my brain go. That I don't even turn on my podcast anymore until I get home. Because I'm just, I'm in my head. I'm in the moment. I'm enjoying the thought process. And I go from like, I can't wait to turn this back on. I can't wait until this is over. 
to, yeah, I don't need that back on right now. Like, let my brain be. Because I'm going to go home. I'm going to sit on the floor. I'm going to pull up my laptop. I'm going to put in podcasts. I'm going to label PDS for a few hours. And then that's it. Like, so have this moment. Enjoy the cold weather. Enjoy your fingers freezing a little bit. I took a walk um, with a friend last Thursday, Friday, Thursday and Friday. I think it was Friday. And my fingers were just like frozen to the bone, just cold but it feels good and you feel alive and yeah you're not going to want to feel like that not knowing when it's going to end but when you are walking towards your house and you're picking up your pace and you're cold and you're kind of getting to laugh and joke with somebody which I don't always get to do so it's nice to have somebody to talk to and laugh with but you're just like go 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 because I'm freezing now and this is really cold and it was just nice it was fun so I highly recommend it um but yeah that was one that just sticks out to me because it's probably been more of an everyday thing that's happened from the 21 day challenge of just relaxing and enjoying and yeah so so that's the 21 day challenge over and done with and it was great i do highly recommend listening to the daily stoic and the daily dad podcasts i do highly recommend going to the dailystoic.com and signing up for his newsletter it's been huge for me um there's so many things to talk about i just one of the things that I heard or like it was it was in one of the challenges or things that have come across with the new year is like if I start a podcast like how much material will I have or how will I be able to keep it going or am I going to run out of things to say I'm just like read a book I have three books with just highlights and notes that I just haven't turned to because I still keep coming up with stuff to say just from the 21 day challenge or just stuff with my daughter or the ex or this or that the frustrations, which I think about all the time. My friend who gave me the advice that I talked about a few days ago, a couple episodes ago, uh, a couple weeks ago now, geez, December, holy crap, a whole month's gone by. Um, but he had talked about the frustration of my first season and he was surprised I took it down. And I've already gone over all of that, but now it like keeps popping into my head about one of the original reasons I started this was about being a dad, being a divorced dad or a dad going through a divorce. And just those moments of frustration you run into. So now when I have these moments of frustration or whatever, I think about them in context of this podcast and how I could share them. And I try to do that or I try to be more aware of it because, yes, things have felt better. Things have been a little better. Things have gone better mentally for me lately. But there's still ups and downs. I had a really bad moment tonight that just gut punched me because my daughter tells me stuff about things at her mom's house. And I'm sure this happens to all divorce, but I'm sharing it for a reason. And, and we're just kind of having a nice chill day and a chill night and we're playing. And then she starts talking about being at her mom's house this weekend. And I just, it wasn't her talking about her being at her mom's house. It was a specific thing she said, which I will share with you. And I just, it crashed me and I just felt bad. And I had to start kind of processing, work it through. And I think, she, I'm pretty sure she picked up on it. Cause I mean, I was really just like, come on. So she's like, am I at my mom's house this weekend? And I'm like, yeah, sure, the weekend with your mom's, I'll get you on Monday. Oh, it's, and then she like thought about it and she processed it. She was like, it's DTV CC weekend. And I'm like, DTV CC weekend? Donut TV hot chocolate and cats. <laughs> Which I've talked about my sugar aversion, being a vegan, all this stuff. And... 
like I've noticed changes in my daughter's like skin getting red and blotchy or like her sleep is off blah 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 and it's like the way she's associating and thinking about and being excited to go to her mom's house is donuts tv hot chocolate and her cats and she doesn't ever talk about wanting to see her mom or go to her mom's house she talks about missing her cats wanting her cats or whatever and you know that's fine I get it but it just broke my heart like I'm just like ah uh, like I'm trying to I've noticed the change like she was eating fine for like a year when she'd be here but now it's starting to slide off because I just can't compete with sugar corn syrup and crap and oh I just and I've noticed the struggles or I've noticed the changes of like eating less fruit here and like she would eat like little broccoli bites and now she won't eat those. Like it's just a struggle to get her to try to eat anything near healthy, anything in my house, which is all like healthier versions of crappy stuff her mom feeds her. But it's still like not what she should or could be eating the majority of. It's still treats. It's just like, well, if I'm going to have to compete with donuts and sugar and corn syrup 24 7 i gotta have something she'll eat so i get these like healthy little mini protein cookies i have like four grams of sugar per six or whatever but i mean my daughter made up an acronym tonight excited to be at her mom's house to get donuts tv hot chocolate and this other c was hot chocolate just for the record um and i just like oh god it just threw me and it just broke my heart and it broke a little piece of me to be honest i'm just like come on like just that's all you oh and it threw me and that i'm sharing this for the frustration piece of it because i'm assuming somebody has something they disagree with their ex on or their kid tells them something and they're just like oh come on seriously and i get frustrated like miniature frustrations all the time from like I read these stories or I hear these things and it's always like in these TV shows and stuff, the dad's feeding the kid like crap and the mom's like, they can't eat that. Don't let them have that or not. Or the dad's like, oh, your mom's not here. You can eat this. Or I was just watching or something was playing in the background or something. I can't remember what it was, but the mom was leaving, left the dad in charge. Oh, I, I tried to start watching some new show on uh, Amazon and I got through like a quarter of it and then I stopped but the mom was going out with her sister to see their mom's grave or whatever and she was leaving the dad and she was all paranoid because she was leaving him with the dad and you know all this stuff is fine and funny when it's you know the mom taking control of the kids and all that stuff and leaving the dad and it's a big funny joke oh, it's exact reverse for six years seven years with me and now you know worse now Anyway, and so the mom leaves and the dad's like we're making pancakes anyway because mom said there's only pancakes on Sunday and I'm just like, oh God. And and one, it's kind of heartbreaking to watch. But two, it's just like all these jokes fall on the dad to be like the bad one who feeds their kid crappy and all this stuff. And it's like literally the exact opposite in our situation. I'm just like almost the ex is like, I'm going to just beat my daughter up with sugar, corn syrup, and crap just because haha on you, even though it's negatively affecting our daughter. And it's just like, oh, breaks my heart. So I'm sharing that as a frustration because yes, I have been doing better and personally things are like looking up and there's so many things to talk about in that vein and around that and doing the Atomic Habits book and doing the Daily Stoic challenge and what I'm looking forward to and what I'm doing next. And like I just I'm listening to the Humble, Humble the Poet on Audible, his book, which has just been amazing and just the way these things line up when you pay attention and I just oh. 
so many things to talk about. But that was just a huge frustration for tonight. So I started off with the big, nice, funny of my daughter and me having a good parenting moment where I stumbled through four or five stupid comments to get to the one good one. But I got to it. So ha um, on everybody who's thinking I couldn't get there. And then I get to this other thing of just this frustration that happened a little bit before, to be fair. So it ended on a good note, and then she fell right asleep tonight. She's been sleeping crazy because, again, making up for food and stuff elsewhere. Anyway, so many things to talk about, but this was to finish off the Daily Stoic, get us started off on the right foot, going into February. January's already almost over, which is crazy. Today's the 26th, so we're almost done with January. We're jumping into February. I've got so many things I'm doing and working on and figuring out my to-do list. I've been playing around with and rebuilding and structuring and kind of dialed in, which I highly recommend doing. I mean, I, okay. See, I got so many great things to talk about that I'm so excited for um, that I just kind of want to end on a positive, happy note after sharing that frustration in case you're dealing with anything similar in any aspect of your life. And yeah. So I'm going to let you go now. Thank you so much for listening. I appreciate your time. I appreciate you being here. I appreciate you listening. January has been off to a good start for me, all things considered, that I don't have to deal with with other things. And um, yeah, even just listening to the Humble the Poet book, I just could like ramble on for like, it's like a three and a half hour book. And the way our day went, I got through a, a like, an hour and a half of it maybe today, uh, just doing dishes and playing with my daughter to sit and read and stuff. So um, I still have more atomic habits I can talk about. I just, ah, oh, so many good things. So thank you. I appreciate you being here. I appreciate you listening. I hope your January is going okay. If you're feeling any frustrations, you're not alone. I, I get it. Even when you're having good days or good days with your daughter and then you're making the best of the time you don't have with her so you can tell her you're making the best of these days. When you didn't have her when she's 18, she's like, Dad, what'd you do when I wasn't around for that 50%? And I'm like, oh, I was drunk and passed out on the couch and sad for myself. No, I've been reading and writing and creating and moving myself forward to see what I will be when you're 18. So, um, but anyway, thank you for listening. Thank you for being here. It's okay to be frustrated. You are not alone. And it's okay to keep working to get yourself out of this rut too or past a bad day or past a bad moment. And uh, thank you. Goodbye.